Hello everyone and welcome to Monique's Pet Whisper. Um wanted to do a different type of episode today um in regards to how to deal with energy vampires. People or things that will literally suck the life out of you and you don't even realize it. Have you ever just started getting a really bad feeling or an uneasy feeling and you didn't know why? A lot of times you're getting these feelings because somebody has your name in their mouth. Okay, there's somebody that is talking trash about you. Um, they don't mean you any good. And so out of the blue, sometimes you just start to feel bad for no reason. But let me tell you, there's always a reason. Um, and I just felt like I needed to, to talk about this. I have a thousand things going on, but speaking to you is very important. And I really want to stay um, consistent and engaged. So we're living in a time where our principles and our ethics and our value systems are constantly being challenged. And many of us live in, we all live in a different, unique prism, a prism that is a unique identifier to our everyday experiences. And so within this prism, we have a, we have different perspectives and our perspective is, is going to not be the same as another person's perspective. Okay. And because of that, um, there are some people that justify mistreating other people or talking or putting them down or just saying stuff out of their mouths without justifiable reasons. That's because of the prism of fear that they actually reside in. Um, we're living in a day where, you know, rights are being challenged every single day. Uh, we learned recently from Roe versus Wade and the overturn on that, that there's still much more work that needs to be done. The country itself is divided. People are divided as far as whether or not to send their kids back to school. Um, you know, people are, you know, fighting systems, um, making justifications for bad business practices and wrong policies because in their prism, they think this is the truth. Okay. But when you're a person that is, is seeking to um, number one, shed your skin, seeking to learn, seeking to find answers, not trying to know everything. And when you are on that journey, you have to be careful because there are people that are not on that journey. That most people, I would say, I, I don't know, I, maybe I won't say most people, but many people will not uh, put themselves through uncomfortable situations. If it means that they're not sure if they're going to get anything out of it. So what happens is people start becoming um, followers. You know, they just pretty much do what they want to do. Um, they don't necessarily become leaders. They look for someone to to guide them. A part of that, unfortunately, I have to say is, is spiritual laziness because you're too afraid to confront your own fears. So then you start to follow, um, a false truth. And when that begins to happen, it starts to, uh, 
create a separation between people who are following a, a certain path of truth and people who are taking shortcuts and following false teachings. Okay. I'm not talking about just religious false teachings. I'm not even speaking about that. I'm speaking about things that are plain as day, you know, is not the truth. It's being advertised on television, on the news, in, in newspapers, whatever, as truth. You know it's not true, but you choose to follow that anyway. Okay? So when you choose to follow something that isn't true and you deny your own truth... It, be, it begins to separate you from others who may be on a quest for real truth. And because you're so locked up in your fear and you don't want to think outside the box because the matrix literally has you by the tentacles, you know, it's like you're tapped in all the way. Then you begin to get upset when you see somebody else living, uh, living in truth or seeking truth. So instead of saying, I want to be like that person and not be afraid and go on that journey, what you do is you start gossiping. You start talking about this person. Who do they think they are? You start um, pointing out faults within the person. You start um, comparing yourself to that person. So that way you're justifying your actions by living a falsehood. The only way you can justify your actions of self-denial is by putting other people down. And this is where, where the world is. The world is here. The world is divided because we have a good majority of people that would rather live a falsehood and look down on the people who are actually saying, I want the truth, I want we should go by the book. We should go by like the rules. We should be equitable. We we should be fair. We need to do things right. So what happens? A lot of things happen. So you have leaders who live in the prism of fear and were only promoted to leadership because they lived in the prism of fear. Because they did not, um, comp because they compromised um, because they said, yeah, I know the truth is this, but I'd rather go along with this false truth because it's going to get me further in life. I'm going to get paid more. My family's going to be set up if I live a falsehood. If I don't make a stand in, in this meeting, my job will be okay. I'll be safe. But if I make a stand and speak against this policy or speak against this type of behavior that is going on in the organization, I could be terminated or retaliated against. Okay, so in many ways, people are put in these positions where when it comes to survival, they, do, they will choose to live a falsehood. When it comes to survival, now let me explain this. Because the road is different for everyone. So my answer may not be the answer you're looking for or the answer that makes sense to you. But I'm giving you some examples. Um, if you choose to live a falsehood in many ways, your life will be maybe easier at first. 
But what happens is when you start becoming really complacent and you start lying a little bit, covering up a little bit, you know, smooth, smoothing things over a little bit, then what happens is you start to get complacent. So when another issue, now I'm talking about leaders right now, when another issue arises, what do you do? The same action. You smooth it over. You don't really make any changes. You don't tell anybody. You don't reinforce better policies. Or maybe you do reinforce better policies, but they're still substandard because the behaviors are not changing. And you still smooth them over. So what happens when you've smoothed over things to the point where it's created an actual mountain of problems? So here you are thinking you can you've been scooting everything up underneath the rug and nobody's going to see it. But because you've done this habitually for so long, you didn't realize there's a great big mountain of problems sticking its ugly head right over your business. Now you went from a 5.0 rating to a 2.1. You know, you're going from uh, a very high turnover rate. You know, you you have all of these things going on, but you chose to lead your business into a falsehood, into where the core value has no value. It actually has a deficit. It has a big sinking hole. When you hire people, for example, you bring people on board and they become a part of the body of your business. But what happens when your business is in trouble for not doing the right thing, for sliding stuff underneath the rocks? What are you training your new hires to do? What are you training people that actually had good principles at one point but now you're contaminating even their own judgment. This is why it's really important for people to make solid decisions when it comes to working for certain companies. You know, because whatever you accept, you may be very uncomfortable with some of the unethical behaviors that go on. You know, people sliding problems underneath the rug. Next thing you know, you have a lawsuit. So when you keep, when, when you're complacent over and over and over and over again, then that's what's going to happen. So now I'm listening to an idiot. So let me just explain what idiots are. An idiot is a person that doesn't want to, first of all, they need to grow up. Um, an idiot is a person that doesn't want to hear the truth or a very immature um, group of people that don't have anything else to do other than listen to another person's conversation or listen to another person what's going on in their house instead of paying attention to what is going on in their rat hole. Okay, so currently I have it's called idiot alert. You know, idiots that are not getting any play. Sorry, guess you're not getting any play. <laughs> Maybe you need to go try to find you a woman or man or whatever you do. You need to go find that and you need to get out of my business.
Okay. All right. So. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. So that's idiot number one. So again, when we're talking about where people are, where their brains are, oftentimes it's just in the gutter because they don't have anything better to do. Okay, so I kind of get silly sometimes, but I'm very serious about what I'm saying. Secondly, back, um, let me get off the idiot track, but we have a lot of people who are working in different places um, that are not happy because they they have they're compromising their value system. They're compromising who they are. They don't even recognize themselves anymore. Then you have Mr. Big Shot or Mrs. Big Shot who who has climbed up the the corporate ladders and the ranks. But you don't even know who you are anymore. You know, you're you're sitting there talking to customers crazy. Okay. For example, um, I went to this restaurant called First Watch here in Colorado. They have five locations. Um, one in Green Valley Ranch. I went to the one in, um, not Green Valley Ranch, um, Greenwood Village. But I went to the one in Aurora. So my meanwhile, I should have paid attention that there were no black people I don't maybe one black person was in there eating but this place was packed full of non-black people and um the lady and I'm gonna actually write their corporate office so I'm not the person to really mess with when I went to try to get a seat the lady um she just sends since Latina she just says oh you can go sit at the um the bar that's not where I wanted to sit but I went and sat there was nobody sitting next to me for like a good 15 minutes. So I invited my friend to come. So I went ahead and put my information, um, like my purse and stuff to hold the seat. So then this white man, he comes up to me and he's like, is there anyone sitting here? I said, yes, somebody's on their way. So he went and told the manager. Um, and so she, the, here's what happened. The manager got so angry at me that it was how she spoke to me like you you're not you're not supposed to um save seats and cha-cha-cha and she just totally turned me off and i'm looking at her like really molly mcbutter so the old white man you know he got his way he he felt he was privileged he had money you know how's this black girl gonna tell him how is this black this little black girl gonna tell me i can't sit next to her who does she think she is and so it's that kind of mentality that is also plaguing our, our world, our system every single day. I'm just letting you guys know and it's irritating me. So the way that woman behaved, Molly McButter behaved in that restaurant was unacceptable. And I'm going to make sure the owner knows and maybe she's the owner's daughter. I can give a rat's ass 
because what you guys don't realize it's a it's just a matter of time when competition while we all know in business competition's good but when the competition wipes your ass out of here because they just delivered better service and when your brand became a quaker oats stale ass um old oatmeal brand that nobody wants then you'll be the one left in the dust Okay, so I want to warn businesses, if you're not cleaning up your infrastructure, your culture, how you treat people, yeah, black people, black businesses too, Latina, Latino businesses, Asian businesses, I'm talking about all of you. If you don't learn how to treat people right, leave your problems at the door and, don't, and, and, and you don't know how to come to work to have fun and get work done, then you need to reevaluate Okay, is this the right place for me? Should I start my own business? Should I become a caregiver? Reevaluate your life. I'm tired of seeing these slimy companies rise to the top. Meanwhile, you became such a big entity that there's no customer relations engagement going on. There is no um, true you know, okay, yeah, you can collect surveys, customer surveys. In fact, I helped launch one of the first customer surveys that I don't know if it ever amongst all companies, but in 20, 2007, I um, worked to get Autodesk, which is the world's leading software company, global company, um, to have a, a customer survey. They fought me on it. They didn't want to have one. I said, you guys need a survey so people know how, you know, so you know how to better help the students and the, the territory managers and the resellers. What did they do? They finally create, had created one. Now I see surveys all over the place. I don't know if, I don't think Autodesk was the first company to create a survey, but they were one of the first companies. And I, and I was a part of that. Um, surveys are okay, but you have to collect the data and you need to know how to read the data and you need to build a story out of the data and then, and then do something with it. Now, meanwhile, while this knowledge is a free podcast, I will have more information um, if you guys want actual, real, concrete information from me. Those services will be available and you can book with me too. Um, So just keep on the lookout for that. So initially I just started talking about energy vampires. I went left field, but there's still plenty of time. The reason... um, the energy vampire is applicable to when we're actually talking about a lot of businesses. Why is this applicable? Because your boss, it could be somebody you thought you could trust, whoever is plotting, plotting against you. Did you know that there's things plotting against you? It, it may not have to even deal with you losing a job. It's, Something is trying to take your money. Look at your bank account. Oh, what is this charge that you just got for no reason? So there's an energy of vampire vampireship out there. 
you have to feel like, okay, is somebody draining me right now? Is somebody um, irritating me right now? Who is it? Because if you don't have a radar system, then when you're trying to get work done, when you're trying to make um, positive moves, meanwhile, something is draining you. It's like a, like a leak in your aura. Like It's like having a hole in your aura. Or maybe let's bring it down a notch. Let's like having, um, you know, when you go to get your oil changed, but you have a leak somewhere in there. So you went, you went and got the oil changed, but now all the oil, good oil is leaking out. Well, the good oil represents you, your moral compass, you know, the, the buffer, the strength, things that protect your creative energy. But if you have an energy vampire looming in the distance, and you don't even know where that's coming from. You have to really be in tune with those uneasy feelings that you have. Every time my, um, I have a couple of relatives and I won't name who they, I have a few relatives. I won't name who they are, but I know every single time that these particular relatives, when they're like near somebody that I know, or, or what I mean is if they go over their house, I know. Why? Because I can sense them. I can sense them talking about me. I start getting an agitated feeling, uneasy feeling. My stomach is hurting. And every time I call my other relative and say, are these people at your house? They tell me, yeah, they were here today. Or yeah, they just left. Exactly. Energy vampires are dangerous. They don't mean you any good. Some of you have people in your life that mean you no good. They're just there to sap your energy. Meanwhile, you're telling them, and I'm guilty of this, you tell them too much information. Why would you tell an energy vampire who feeds off of fear, who feeds off of, I don't know what to do with my life, fear, they feed off of that. So if you say, I have a dream to open this business or I have a, you know, vacation I've been trying to plan and you tell that to an energy vampire, guess what they're going to be doing? They're going to be worrying about how are you going to go on this trip? How do you have, how do you have the money to do what you, to do all this stuff? Okay. And so when that worrying starts happening, then they start worrying to the point where they're remember people we we have the power to to make things or break things now they're wor they're worrying about how you know well, how is this going to happen well, where are they getting the money from well then they start really thinking about your life well if there's but i thought she said she had car problems but if the car is going to be acting up how is she going to afford this vacation and literally, I have seen this with my own eyes. There was a mother who worried a lot about her son. Worried about what, you know, if he would keep a job. Worried if he was going to keep his car. You know that that woman worried. Every time she would start the worry engine, do you know that his car would break down? I am not. I've seen this with my own eyes. Mother starts worrying about son's car equals son's car is is now not working properly okay mom 
is worrying or dad is worrying so much about uh, kids business, you know, employment, worrying that they're not going to have any money, worrying about how are they going to do the next step to the point where the child loses job, child loses, um, you know, a, a way to make income. How did that happen? When you have the wrong people around you, energy vampires sent up around you, talking, talking trash behind your back, they're actually putting holes up in your, your way to materialize, uh, to materialize things into your life. That is scary to me. But what's even worse is if you don't know that you have energy vampires and you're just going along with these people who don't mean you any good, next thing you know, you're going to have problems. Case in point, there's another energy vampire I know personally. This person gave me some information to sign up for something. Okay, I should have knew better dealing with this person. But I went ahead, signed up. Well, guess what happened to my bank account? Got messed up. The, this company she referred me to, they, they took 400, almost $400 out of my account. And I'm fighting with the banks just to get it back. Okay. So to me, that's a problem. That's a problem. And it's because I did not listen to my gut feeling. I, I did not. When it was time to be quiet, I kept talking. When it was time not to answer the phone, I answered. So that has to do with me and my own weaknesses of, of being feeling lonely and wanting friends and doing this and doing that. Energy vampires is what causes the decay of this entire world when you have people that don't give a damn they don't care about you they don't care they only care to satisfy their empty void and their need you better watch out an energy vampire could also be um, someone you're in a relationship with it could even be a child a mother, a dad, a father could be uh, siblings, people you thought you could trust. Okay. Fear feeds upon fear. Love feeds upon love. If you're around people that don't see your vision, don't understand what you're talking about, don't tell them anything. It doesn't mean you don't love them, but just stop talking. Keep those things sacred that need to be kept sacred because if you don't somebody's going to be praying p-r-e-y-i-n-g against you so there's two types of prayers right there's called prayer and praying praying and praying okay is there any reason why the a was changed to an E when we're talking about praying and praying. Has anyone ever thought about that? You know, we know prayer in a religious aspect and then we know praying 
or a predator in, in, in a, an abusive or someone that is out to stalk you and hunt you down. When you pray, are you praying to really help someone or are you praying against them? You need to ask yourself that some of you are always praying. What the hell are you saying? What are you praying about? Who are you praying to? You know, I pray for those black people to stop moving in our neighborhoods and taking our daughters, you know, or I, I, I pray that so-and-so doesn't get that new job because cha, you know, they don't deserve it. And I do, and I deserve the promotion. I pray against this. You know, you have people actually spitting out prayers but they're the wrong, they're, they're, they're the P-R-E-Y. One that is stalking you. One that is trying to take from you. One that is trying to overturn you. One that is seeking to collapse your whole um, framework. To put holes and bullets in your, in your framework. That's the kind of praying I'm talking about. Then you have the prayers. Where it's love is at the center and people are looking to manifest um, change that is for your higher good. The complex part about humanity is that for as long as we've been in existence, we've had the, you know, they call the lower self and the higher self. We've been at war within ourselves. The word enemy is inner me. Okay. Um, and when we're able to make decisions that can sway us to do right or sway us to do wrong, that is what is very dangerous about the human race. Because when we choose to do something that is not of our higher good, it becomes extremely destructive. It is not on, on, the, on a wavelength of the, the animal hierarchy of survival. I'm not talking anything about that because when a tiger or a bear is looking for food and they came into your backyard and you felt like you had to shoot them or you had to tranquilize them or do something because they were in your space, that bear or that tiger was not wrong for trying to look for food. If you starve a python, but you kept it as a pet, and one day that python decided it was hungry and it wanted to break free and eat, and your little child was walking around, that python is going to go after your child. But then at the end, the python will die as a result of that. Is it the python's fault that you starved it for food and it was hungry? No, it's not. I saw an episode on that and the, the parents actually went to prison for, for creating an atmosphere of abuse. So that's the, that's the part with humans that is, gets a little bit, that is not, that is not okay. So we have to reevaluate our value systems. People, um, many people are walking around with unresolved issues. And what you're doing is you're, you're, you're just feeding the wound. 
you're feeding the wound blades, poison, um, needles. You're feeding your wounds. You're not actually healing. How are you feeding your wounds? By self-indulging in activities, listening and watching things that are are not going to empower your spirit. Um, and running from things that have hurt you in the past. So if you continuously run and, and you're not evaluating, you're not evaluating your dreams, you're not evaluating your impulses, then what happens when you get into this pressure cooker? Of, of It's a pressure cooker where now things are starting to hit the fan. There's things coming out of you that you didn't even know you had in you and it's not healthy. And now you have a bunch of unresolved issues going from relationship to relationship, going from different jobs to different jobs, all because of the healing that needed to take place. When these voids begin to happen in our lives, we begin to seek energy to fulfill or to fill our emptiness. When you're seeking that type of energy to, to fill an empty void, let's say someone hurt you, broke up with you, you know, you slept with them and they, they ghosted you. Now you're looking for somebody or something to fill that void, but you're in so much pain. You're going around a bunch of people and creating more issues. Guess what you're becoming? Bingo. Now you're becoming an energy vampire. Energy vampireship can be broken. It doesn't have to, you don't have to stay being sucking people's energy away. What you have to do is do the hardest part of self-development work and that's spending time alone. Not alone where you're, you're creating more holes and a deeper void for yourself that you're avoiding. Because when you do that, you become like a, um, a vortex, a black hole or some type of hole that sucks the hell out of the situation, out of, out of an atmosphere and destroys it. There are people walking around here when they come into the room, all the lights go out. All the energy and the fun goes away. Babies start crying. Dogs start barking. You ever seen those types of just haggard people of all ages? When the birds don't even want to poop on you because they're like, hell no. You know, that person might eat me. <laughs> that You become an energy vampire. There are managers right now running organizations that are alcoholics that pop pills and that snort cocaine and other drugs because they have not dealt with their issues but yet because they chose not to because they chose to live this particular life of um, being unscrupulous bending the truth doing you know clean you know sweeping up things underneath the rug not thinking anybody sees all these holes then when they get new hires it creates a toxic environment which leads into a very vampire energy cesspool that most people don't want to be around
these are the things that if you don't pay attention, especially now, you will become, in fact, you'll just want to not listen to people like myself. You, you want to get stimulated by cutting your brain off, watching music videos, listening to stuff that's stupid, not really making you any money, watching a bunch of shows on oxygen, not making you money, you know, repeating the same habits, dealing with the same broke down relationships, and you are not actually growing and it's causing the community not to even be strong. The community cannot be made up of two to three strong people and the rest are just lawlessness. That ain't happening. It's not going to happen. Okay. So, um, going back to relationships and with people. Don't tell people your dreams that you don't really know if you can trust them. And stop looking to be accepted by people. Do you know that people will always talk trash? Like, they're not going to... I mean, focus on your kids and focus on your pets. If your pets are your kids, focus on that. I'm getting to this point where... This is why I work with animals, because animals, um, I've learned way more from animals than I can from people. You know, people I thought I could trust, please, are the same ones talking about me behind my back and then laughing and smiling. That's old too. Just be straight up. You know, and if, at some point, if, you know, people know how I am, like, I give you chances, but, it, I'm, you know, you're not going to abuse me. And that's what I'm talking about. So, anyway, I thought I'd give you guys a little bit of food for thought. You know, I always talk about race and other things, but at the end of the day, people, if you're, if you are the energy vampire... You need to seek help. You need to cleanse your home. You know, you need to cleanse your home and you need to do things that are going to benefit you. Okay? So I'm going to leave now with this. If you have somebody sapping your energy, cut them off. Do a cord cutting ceremony. If you don't know what that is, I'm learning how to do it through my spiritual, one of my spiritual counselors, Sage Prayercraft. You can look her up on Instagram, Sage Prayercraft. Um, do a cord cutting ceremony. Cut off all the things that are not benefiting you. Envision yourself as a ball of light. And any tentacles that are stretched out into your energy sphere, imagine an apple cord of light coming from heaven, coming from the sky. That light is pure white light and it will cut off anything that is impure going into your energy sphere. That light shoots all the way from the north to the south. 
Okay. So that's what I would like for you guys to do. Um, I appreciate everybody. I better go. Um, and I can't wait to uh, continue our discussions. Enjoy. Talk to you again. Meow. Yeah.